J.R. Dub Nation coming at you from the Weirman Media Studios in Duluth. So on today's episode of the J.R.W. Audio Experience, we're talking about crypto and cryptocurrency. And at the end of the day, crypto and cryptocurrency really represents the general thesis that I talk about. I talk about friction-free living. I have a few theses. One of them is the response to consumer signal, the more the love limbo theory, and then the next one is friction-free, being addicted to friction-free living. And once you understand that crypto removes all the friction from currency, it removes all the complexities of currency, it removes all the complexities of the world currencies, where then people at scale are going to be able to buy, transact, and, and service on different services and solutions. So like I'll be able to transact with someone in India or Germany or Japan because our currencies are universal. Once we start to understand the power of that, it's really epic. It's also a distributed public ledger goes hand in hand with cryptocurrency. What up, Brooke? And then cryptocurrency goes hand in hand with a distributed public ledger and blockchain, where once you understand a distributed public ledger of people's wallets is a really powerful thing because you're going to be able to see people's truth about their transparency whether they're telling the truth with what they're doing with their time, energy, and money. So it's really important. You ever heard about crypto, Brooke? It's really important that people start having these conversations and dialogue around these things because it represents the characteristics. Cryptocurrency, blockchain, and a distributed public ledger represents the collapse of course of monopolists. Because once you see the truth behind what people are buying, transacting on, and using their money for, it will not only push people to either not buy something from someone or give them their time, energy, and money, but it will push them to lean into their truthfulness. Because if I'm manipulating you or leveraging you or coercing you and you see my wallet, you're going to see instantly how I'm living and how much money I have and whether or not I'm being a principal or if I'm being a personalities or selfish. And it's a really big topic. And that's why I talk so much about a lot of the things that I talk about. And that's why we're doing NFTs. And that's why we're doing the things that we do is because we want to see the collapse, of course, monopolist. Shout out to Isaiah Soul. Shout out to Daniel Kidd, Mr. Kidd, the modern day gypsy. Shout out to a lot of my people, Jeff Bogg. Shout out to Garrick Banks. We need to see equity distributed. Like I'm from the dirt. I come from the dirt. If you know someone, if you ever want to talk to me, like I try to lead the gruesome details out, but I come from very humble, minimalistic beginnings. So that's why I'm so passionate about these things. I've been on the streets homeless. I've been in jails in many different states. I've had a, a severe addiction to heroin and opiates. I've had brain surgery. I found my mom dead. I've been shot at. I've been I've been through a few things. Like I've been through a thing or two. Like at the end of the day, that's why I'm so passionate about this topic and conversation really is because I believe so much. And when I see the people on the street homeless, and when I, if you've been in Duluth and you go to First and Piedmont where my office is, you'll see there's an encampment right outside my door. It seems to follow me wherever I go. It's because I like to stay close to those people. I like to be close to the people of the most color, struggle, battles, and, and strife, and people that are not necessarily detached from that. And a lot of our leaders, I love America, don't get me wrong, but a lot of our leaders in the world whether it's media or politics or whatever it is, they are detached from the dirt of their ecosystem. They are detached from the reality. That's why Gary Vee, shout out to Gary Vaynerchuk, talks about the dirt and the clouds. That is where you interact with your ecosystem. That is where you derive the most valid and rational perspective via absorbing the stimuli of your arena or your environment or your existence. So cryptocurrency, once you understand it, represents all of these evolutionary changes and it's decentralization. And if you look at the primary pillars of our society, 
it's law and, and legal agreements and structures, it's communication, it's production. And it's a lot of these things are where the decentralization is coming. And decentralization is essential and peer to peer uh, decentralization is essential because then you're going to eliminate the middleman. A lot of us lose our money or, we, or we're paying someone a ton of money for being a middleman. When you look at peer to peer decentralization via cryptocurrency, a blockchain and distributed public ledger, you are removing the middleman. And once you remove the middleman, it's evolutionary and epic and profound what can happen with peer-to-peer uh, services, solutions, cryptocurrencies, uh, businesses, and et cetera. So that's why I'm so co- not only confident, but concrete in my belief behind this. And I, I didn't want to, I'm trying to like talk about things that are culturally relevant. I believe with NFTs and with what's going on currently in culture that this is the conversation we need to push at scale. And it's also the conversation we need to have on a micro level and drive with people that we know, like friends, family, and uh, followers, or et cetera. So that's why I talk so much about cryptocurrency. That's why I'm putting almost all my money into Ethereum and Bitcoin. And almost all my money is sitting in Ethereum and Bitcoin. And at the end of the day, it's been incredibly lucrative. So whether you want to be someone that's more risk averse or not, at the end of the day, the people that, are the slowest to adapt. This comes directly to fluid being fluid and agile and flexible. The people that sustain, if you look at a species or an animal, they sustain when they adapt. The ones that stay Jurassic Park-like or they stay concrete, they stay rigid and bureaucratic and they're narrow-minded in how they change and evolve, they become extinct. So it's all about being agile, flexible, and adaptive. Being agile, flexible, and adaptive is an intellectual characteristic or trait to have. So if I want to change, this isn't really about what JR wants. This is about what's happening at scale on the front end of the innovation wave and the front end of media and in the front end of business. And if you look at some of the smartest people in the world and the most intelligent people in the world and the best business owners in the world, Elon Musk, Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, Ty Lopez, all of them, they are radicals. They deviate from the mean. And a lot of these principled conversations, not only the are they principled, but they have a correlation to being something that deviates from the mean, being someone that deviates. You're not going to see drastic change or evolution or uh, be someone that achieves something without deviating from the mean. So deviation from the mean, decentralization, friction-free, removing friction from processes, services, and and solutions is what most consumers are sold on. They don't even realize it. You may not even realize it, but the companies out there are selling you on friction-free processes, services, and solutions. And it's similar to being a drug addict. This is how I've learned from it. Comfort. If you think about communication and you think about anything in life, it is friction. That's why I push friction. I'm not trying to sell and manipulate and leverage people just to give me their money because I feel like that's a vulnerability. That That's selfish. Whereas if I, on the front end, I bring in incredible intellectual value, insight, and perspective freely at scale, devoting a large percentage of my portion time and money to that. Then asking for a small percent, small amount of money, like $5 or $55 or whatever, and then continuing to bring that value and bringing more than I take from the people or the universe is the game. And at the end of the day, understanding that it's all friction. If you are afraid of people, places and things that challenge you, they are friction. That's friction. A lot of people that I've had issues with in the past, it's friction. And I'm, I'm someone that's a friction-heavy person. I challenge people, places, and things, and I put myself in those environments and arenas trying to force myself to become a better, more evolved being. Because at the end of the day, if I surround myself with people below me or above me, I'm going to get pulled up or pushed down. 
So the idea is to challenge ourselves to be more, to grow and adapt and evolve. And that is empiricism. And a lot of these principles are empirical and there's data that supports them. So at the end of the day, it's not about being right and wrong. It's simply about representing innovative, evolutionary, radical perspectives and bringing value intellectually freely at scale via the written word, photo and video. And that is the primary purpose of what I do. And that is a friction heavy thing. At the end of the day, if I was just trying to be friction free and just leverage the easy thing and do the easy thing. I would sell sex. I would sell booze and alcohol and drugs. It's the easiest things to sell and they're friction free. And at the end of the day, when you take drugs and alcohol, they put you in a space of comfort. Or if you look at the easiest things, not growing is an easy thing. Growing is discomfort and growth and friction. So at the end of the day, it's the people, places, and things that challenge us to grow the most that are the ones that force us to grow. They either push us to become more or they, they leave us behind. So at the end of the day, cryptocurrency represents, if you study the, if you go to YouTube and you look at the, the decentralized future, we go, if you study our future, it, I mean, if you study our past, it'll tell you the future. And I've studied our past heavily. And in our past, we have originally, we were originally peer to peer. It's just a short period of time. We've been living non peer to peer in a coercive structured economy where the power is at the top and the people that have the money and the power are at the top. We lived peer to peer prior to that prior to civilization and the development of the agriculture revolution and the printing press. Prior to that, we lived in smaller peer-to-peer groups. And we are again moving back to our beginning. We're going from our beginning to a change and now back to peer-to-peer decentralized living and structures. And the change that's going to represent that is the decentralization of our production system, our communication system, our legal agreements, laws and contracts, All of these areas are complex, difficult, and difficult to navigate. And it makes it hard for people at scale to do business and agree to terms and conditions. And then via communication, agreeing to those terms and conditions, then having a currency or contracts and agreements via blockchain, distributed public ledger, and crypto to agree to those agreements and those principles and laws and contracts. And then to not only communicate around them, but then execute them and provide products, services, or solutions. And then at the end of the day, have that structure to operate in a peer-to-peer decentralized fashion. So that's why blockchain is so essential. That's why distributed public ledger is so essential. And I know a lot of these things people might not be interested in talking about currently, but it's absolutely essential. So moving forward, I'm going to continue to drive the narratives and the conversations around my thesis of if we generate cryptocurrency and a distributed public ledger and a blockchain, then of course the monopolist will collapse. And if you understand that cryptocurrency is the ultimate friction-free example of, of equity and equality for all, then you will want to be involved. And that is one of the primary theses that I represent and believe in. That's why my money is all in crypto. You can ask my brother. And then at the end of the day, I'll lean into the response to consumer signal more. And I'll also lead into the love limbo theory more, which is incredibly important topics and theses as well. But at the end of the day, those are my key theses. And cryptocurrency is a key characteristic of our decentralized equity and equitable future for all. Because you're going to see people in third world countries. Imagine when people in third world countries can transact, agree, and process and communicate around those transactions and agreements around a universal currency where then they can make money from Americans. There's going to be a massive abundance. Then someone in India that just has a cell phone will be able to transact with someone in America and open a business and get credit and be a documented. It's all about the transition from document undocumented to undocumented and unbanked to banked. 
And once you understand that, it's incredibly powerful and evolutionary and epic conversation and topic to have around distributed public ledger, blockchain, cryptocurrency, and smart contracts. J-Dub Nation, 